There's 365 days in a gap year And uni's gonna come and end it So only once in a lifetime Problem for us is to find a good way to spend it Like maybe Making a podcast Welcome back to the implications oh. of Phineas and Ferb You said we welcome back The implications of Phineas Yeah, well, it's not the first episode I can say welcome back I know, but like... You never let me finish the intro, do you? No, I know, because I've always got to make sure it, there's something different about it every single time. And we'll I don't know that. if I like Welcome Back. We'll work on it. Well, we're welcoming them back. It's perfectly fine. Well, they can, they can anyway, be here you've if been, they You've been welcomed back, so let's go right into it. First episode of the day. Season 1 I episode didn't write the title, so 17... On Disney Plus for the listeners, and that is put the putter away. And does this duck bill make me look fat? In which the answer is yes. I'm just gonna put it out straight away. Duck bills always make you look fat. Definitely. Yeah. So you've got the synopsis um, for the first one. So what do the boys do? I sure do. So, uh, Phineas and Ferb are going miniature golfing while Candace is sick, and that's pretty much the premise. Um, Bajit's voice is still weird. Yeah, I also thought Phineas was a, was a little weird as well, to be honest. But yeah, it was a we'll little bit voice goes. cracky. Mm. It was a little voice uh, cracky. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Candace has Rona. Candace has the virus. The virus. Um, and then, yeah, Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> and then Phineas and Ferb are going miniature golfing. They show up to the place. Oh, no. Shock horror. It's closed. Um, you know why it's, it's close? Rona. Yes, you got it. I because she's got the virus. She's quarantining, but she's not doing it well. Inviting a friend over to look after, who immediately touches her face. Like, they're just all over each mm. other. That's not how you deal with mm. this. And now the poor miniature golf course is closed down because no one can be near anyone. even. And it's your fault. Even it's like community transmissions have started in Danville. Yeah, because a golf course you can keep good. open because people are further away than one and a half meters, I think. But in a miniature golf course, because it's just golf miniature, it in- decreases miniature. The, the. It just decreases the size you've got to like to be away from someone, so they have to shut it down. It's it's a sad time. Yeah, another victim exactly. of the coronavirus. Plus, plus Phineas and Ferb and. Bajit and Isabel and Buford are traveling in a large group. Yeah, a group larger than two. Not good. It's horrendous. But we have learned that Phineas and Ferb can't die and they don't care about their friend's health, so it's okay. Yeah, they, happy to accept if them. they got it, it would probably be better for the world because they'd make a vaccine to make themselves better <laughs> and that would inadvertently save the world. And also, Buford was ready to bury Bajit on the golf course. <laughs> yep. It was straight up ready to commit. Just straight up bury him alive. And I was like, this is why. He thinks Baljeet's getting the virus. So he's just like, if we bury Baljeet now, we won't get it. I I think Buford's perfectly acceptable Mm. in thinking to bury someone alive for no particular reason. On the surface level, it Mm. looks like he's just an angry bully. Deep down, we realise he's a saviour. Also, there's a great little joke where the guy who owns the golf course is a Scotsman. And he's like, um, The Scotsman in me tends to hold on till my dying breath. 
but the one also half Irish. So, me bad Irish accent. Yes, which I can't do. And he's I I'm horrendous with accents ever. They always turn they mix between mm. like Indian and Australian. Can vaguely do Scotland, but can't Isn't do it Irish. Scottish. It's bad. Not Scotland. Everyone's a fucking creep. <laughs> that was Schwarzenegger <laughs> at the end there. Um, <laughs> everyone's yeah. a fucking critic. Everyone's a critic. <laughs> Back to the chopper. <laughs> um, he's a victim of Corona, losing his job and his lifestyle, mm, yeah. going broke. Relatable. Yeah. Well, um, for you. Yeah, but relatable for me. Um, so Candice is in bed and Stacey comes over and is like, I've got all this stuff. Meanwhile, the boys are building some miniature golf and Candace, um, Candace is like, I need you to go bust them for me because I'm sick and I can't bust yeah, them. That's, that's bad. Which is, you know, what you'd expect her to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, sure, I'll do that. Touches Candace's face. Again. Not about that. Illegal. Stop More it. More transmission. It's not a surprise that she gets Why? it at the end. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to stop this. You're contributing to the problem. You are the problem. Go home. Stay in bed. Mm. Don't see anyone else. Stay one and a half meters mm. away. Wash your hands. Wash your damn hands. Wash your damn um, hands. So, in the meanwhile, um, they're building a miniature golf course, and Perry is going to work, but he's tired as hell. Like he's he's mood. ready for a vacation. He is mood. Which is, yeah, quite a mood. Um... So he shows up and they're like, we're going to give you some vacation time. Psych, go stop doing spurts. He's got, he's bought himself a house. Yeah, which I think isn't unnecessarily evil, but okay. Yeah, people buy houses all the time. He's investing in real estate. That's perfectly ethical. Yeah, until you're like, got way too much money than you need and you want more. So you buy even more houses. Yeah. But I really like the joke where he was like, um, the capitalistic trade. I like how he's like, I'm thinking about just doing some minor renovations and then flipping it. I'm like, that's quite yeah, good. It's just cash. Um, yeah. Uh, so they go to stop that pe- Doof. Perry goes to stop Doof. Um, With a plant? But Doof is like, I'm, I've just gotten my new house. I'm just, just vibing. So I'm kind of not really doing anything. Do you want to vibe with me? Uh. And Perry's like, hell yeah. And they just chill out and vibe and it's just good yeah good vibes but Stacey's wanting to bust Phineas and Ferb because yes. she has been hired um, by Candace mm-hmm. so she shows up to bust him and she's like I'm gonna bust you and she's ready to go and then all of a sudden she's like whoa this is like the coolest miniature golf course ever made Place yeah holes. it's barely a course it's like a mountain of just mm. like holes and fun Pure things enjoyment. yeah it's yeah it's so good I enjoy it so much it's like a good weekend you could and do on that. I've got a note written here. Doof and Perry just vibe. Stacy vibes with the boys. This is generally just a good vibes episode. You've said vibes three times <laughs> in that yeah. nine word that's, sentence. That's the point. It was more than nine words. Was it? Um, but yes. It felt it like was. a lot less. <laughs> it, it just hurt. Um, so we get an absolute banger of a song, probably in my top 10, Disco Miniature Golfing. Oh, that's so good. I love it. goes back to the roots of my music taste, 80s, and it's just, oh, it grooves. I've put put at the end, so of my notes and my implications, I've got one that just says, fucking rave, because it is. That's what rave (laughs) should be. 
You should get on a dancing, dancing floor, a like a dance floor that dances with you, all wear ridiculous wigs, have ridiculous 80s costume to just loud Sideburns. 80s music with a disco ball. It's just, oh, that's the dream. That is Good the stuff. dream. Um, so anyway, Candace is like, I'm going to do it myself. And she hops out of bed and I'm like, Candace, the, again, go back illegal. to Stop. Stay away from people. You're going to give your mum Rona and then she's going to die. Yep. Like half of Tamworth. Don't do it. Mm, because you bought Corona back that one time. Yeah. And all of half of Tamworth mm. is now dead. Because of that one time I went to Sydney. Yeah. I came back clear in my throat. I love jokes that... Corona! Yeah. I love in jokes that no one... Is ever going to get. Except for Zach are going to get. Oh. Yeah, no, that's about it. Yep. Um, also, here's an implication I wanted to discuss with you. In the meantime, Doof is like, my neighbour's being really annoying. So I'm going to defeat him once and for all by... Because he leaf blows, like he blows leaves over my fence all yep. the time. I'm going to leaf blow all of his leaves back over yep. with my atomic leaf blower yep. eater. It's atomically powered. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's got to be. Did you see the force coming out of that thing? Yeah, but also how does that... Well, I'm not sure how the process of converting atomic energy into a leaf blower would In short, no I one s- does because we haven't really done it. But mm. you know what? I had I had two things to do with actual science in this episode, and one of them that I actually kind of liked was the leaf blower, because beautiful example of Newton's third law: opposite forces. Like he blows out the massive fan, yes. he goes flying. Solid, love mm. that. Makes sense. Makes sense. It's good. Love to see it. There was one time we love when they pay attention to the details. They did something impossible though. And it wouldn't work. What was that? So, in the hockey... not hockey. In the miniature golf, there was an air hockey section. And they were all, mm. like, floating, like, air hockey. Like, so, an air hockey table works off mm. the aspect of, like, it's like ice. Because it's frictionless because you're blowing air. And that works mm. because the puck is flat. And has tons of surface area. But not much, you know, weight going above it. That doesn't work for a person. Mm. You can't put a person on an air hockey table and just scale everything up and expect it to like float like you would. They they would be, in theory, just like... you know. How, have you seen those wind turbine things that you can jump in and do like looking like free falls? Yeah. It would be that, which is still very cool. So they'd all have to be horizontal. It would be quite But cool. you would struggle to play golf. When I say struggle, you couldn't mm. play golf. If you put a golf ball into one of those, it it's going sky high. It's not coming back down. Yeah, because the wind would have to be scaled to the weight of whatever you were making float, which means if it could make people float, it would send a golf ball up into yeah, the sky. Yeah, they can't like selectively choose where the air force mm. is going. But it's cute, but couldn't completely they? wrong. Because it's Phineas and Ferb. Could they not just have, like, a tracker in the ball that says wherever the ball is, apply less wind than wherever the people are? Yeah, but, like, what happens if I'm above the ball? Or I've got my... Like, also, more problems. I've got my putter, right? Hmm. How's it working? I want to have a nice, smooth swing. You you can't have any upward force, but then you've got your arms and everything. You you just can't play golf like that. I guess if... Big rip. 
I don't know. There'd perhaps some sort of science fiction sort of technology you could do. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past them, but mm. I it's Phineas it's all the, made up. They invent teleportation just later in this uh, episode. So, yeah, I know. But you know. Yeah, I, I still like the episode because it had good parts of science mm. and completely impossible ones, but still very fun to watch. Anyway, Perry does get his vacation after all because Doof kind of defeats himself. And I wrote here, he literally defeats himself like a Looney Tunes character. Yeah. That's Where fair. He just his own hubris and his own invention just defeats Yeah, sometimes him. that happens with him as well. It's not an irregular thing that mm. happens. And I wouldn't say it's much of a holiday. It was barely an afternoon. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway, we also get a bunch of great one-liners in this episode. Yes. There's just like a couple back I'll to do back. the... The... I've got one. The golf course when it falls from the sky. The guy's yeah. like... She's like, you should have just taken a section of your profits, put it away, so that you can use that to invest, to purchase, to upgrade your investment, so then you could get more revenue. And the guy's just like, what do you expect? That it's just going to fall from the sky? One, beautiful, impossible to make miniature golf course falls from the sky. And he's like, you'd be surprised what falls from the sky. That's good. And that's yeah. also a running joke. That <laughs> happens in other episodes. There's yeah, a lady telling the, the off same guy. the guy and mm. it just happens anyway. They, but mm. her advice is not bad advice. People should be doing that. No, but also if you live in the same town as Phineas and Ferb, like the economy would be oh, so you different. Would work you'd revolve around that Like stuff. the smallest job and then you just use your five bucks, give that to Buford and get whatever the latest thing they made was. <laughs> it's exactly. so good. And, um, and then when they walk out of it, we get two back-to-back one-liners. I still don't know how we ended up at the miniature golf course. I don't understand why we didn't build it there. In the <laughs> that's, so, that's such a... That's such a Ferb's one-line. Yeah. I, I think it's also really good because it shows the like difference between Phineas and Ferb because like, Phineas is curious mm. and he's wanting to discover more. Like, How did we end up here? But Ferb's mm. more practical and he's like, why didn't we just start we just here? Like, we could have started here and then we wouldn't have to like, put it in our backyard. But anyway, I thought that was pretty good. Because they weren't playing it to keep it. Mm. Indeed. Indeed. Also, right at the end of the episode, the last little stinger, Stacy got the virus. Community <laughs> transmission. This is what happens when you don't quarantine properly. Self-isolate. she touched. She let Candace touch her don't face. Don't go near them. Don't lick your hand don't. and put it in someone's face. It's bad. Don't be an idiot. Don't. Stay Just home. Don't. don't get corona. 1.5 And then when is. you do have it, don't share the same bed together. That's that's just encouraging. No. Flatten the damn curve. We need to flatten the curve. Anyway, um, yeah. I love my escapism to have no aspects of real life in it. It's, it's, it's really nice. Yeah, me too. I love not thinking about how shit the world is currently. Well, completely glossing over the world's problems. Again. Hit us with that second okay, episode. Okay, second episode, they make... Tel- they watch an old movie and they make it. The guy makes a teleporter, so Phineas is like, "Hell yeah, we'll make our own." And instead of teleporting, which I'd like to point out, they don't do for the entire episode. We only see one thing actually, like teleport, kind of. Candace and um, Perry do, but anyway, they don't teleport. They build teleports and don't use them. And Candace and Perry go through it and they swap brains. Or minds, I assume, because mm. you can't. If they swapped brains, 
that would not go well because a human brain and a platypus skull would not work. But Yeah, but also if they didn't swap brains, how is Candace capable of processing language? They swapped consciousness. Yeah, but the ability to develop Okay. Like, it doesn't work recognition doesn't is the exist shorter. animals. Also, Perry wouldn't have the like physical features to form words. Platypuses mm. make that uh noise because they can't make anything else. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Um Yep, so they swap bodies, which is crazy and ridiculous um, and quite odd. Like, what would you do in a platypus body? I don't know. Like, lay an egg or whatever? I don't know what platypuses <laughs> You'd do. You'd sweat milk. <laughs> and I love how they... <laughs> they do that They do, the and they brought that up, and we discussed that in the episode before, because platypuses actually sweat milk. Oh. That's so bizarre. That is so gross. It's so Imagine wrong. picking up a wet platypus, and it's just... Milk. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, apart from teleporting, you've got any... I've got tons of implications, but I want to hear from you first. Um, I've just got a bunch of really good lines written down. <laughs> I love that. Okay, give us one of your lines and I'll give you an implication. Um, when... When they go down, like um, Perry has to go on a mission, but he swapped bodies with Candace, so he, like, he goes into the lair... And they're like, oh, Carl, there's a teenage girl. And Carl's like, a teenage girl? <laughs> oh, my and first one. And then, Sorry. And then um, a Perry, he puts a hat on. And um, they're like, oh, Perry, the teenage girl. And Carl's like, damn it, I thought it was a real girl. <laughs> that is good. And that, that's actually an implication. Like, that hat can change any th- anyone, into, anyone Perry. into Perry. Like, anyone who knows Perry assumes that is Perry, the secret agent platypus, with all these skills and everything, mm. including Doofenshmirtz. It's like... Mm. Um, my other one, including Doofenshmirtz thing, Candace, well, Candace's body with Perry in it, breaks down his wall with her elbow. What, the uh, Doof's Yeah, Doof's wall. wall. Perry breaks through the wall yeah. and it looks like Candace's elbow came, like she's got her like elbow forward. So that means she elbowed a brick wall and broke it with her human elbow. Perry's been doing all of this with a platypus elbow for the entire Platypuses of even have elbows. The show. Ma- yeah, maybe he so. was, maybe he was waiting for something with an actual mm. elbow. Hang on. So he could move his... And yeah, so then he could right really eight. break down that wall. Um, And we get a funny one-liner there. A teenage girl? Oh, Perry the teenage girl. He's more scared of an actual teenage girl than he is. <laughs> I know. I, I'm more worried about a platypus dressed somehow as a teenage girl wearing a hat that can break down a brick wall than I am of a normal teenage girl. Mm. Well... I mean, relatable, but still. Oh my God, why did I read this? What? What have you done? One of the very many ways the platypus and echidna skeletons differ from every other living mammal is that they have bent elbows and knees with their legs held out sideways from their bodies, much like a lizard. Wait, so do they, are they like... They come bent as a default or like... So normal they... mammals have their legs sticking mm. out the bottom. 
Echidnas yeah. and platypuses are sticking out the side. Uh, and they definitely right do have elbows. But. Yeah. It's still. Platypuses weird. are weird creatures, they aren't are they? So weird. Love monodreams. The They're cool animals. Monodreams is a weird, like. What are they called? Species? What is it? Sub categorization? Uh, yeah, like categorization, like mammal or reptile. Yeah. Monotreme. There's like two of them. Echidnas. Yeah, how many monotremes are there? Yeah, echidna and platypus. That's it, right? Egg laying mammals. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, what else happens? Okay. Big implication here. Big implication. Policeman. Phineas and Ferb talking to mm. policeman. <gasps> yes. And the policeman says, oh my God. which earrings did she lose? Not. Yeah, no, no. He starts off. He starts off by saying, "You've lost your platypus," and um, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, we lost a platypus." And he's like, "All right." Um, Is there anything else you officer, want to look for? All off, calling all officers. We've got a ten ten one on a um, seven yeah. 750p. Looks like a girl. And I'm like, they have protocol for young local boys have lost platypus. I'm assuming they have protocol for Phineas and Ferb because if you were a police department living in the same oh, town as Phineas and Ferb, it. you would have protocol to deal yeah, with Yeah, just exception like, from law you know, here. If I say this, yeah, like, the illegal is like not you, happening. You say there's, there's been a calling um, for the Danville Residence Street, yada, yada, yada. Um, it's a PNF, do not engage. And yeah. just leave it because, like, why would you try to arrest Phineas yeah, and Ferb? That's a suicide work. mission. Hmm. Anyway... Um, yeah. They're like, have you lost anything else? And Phineas and Ferb say, mum's lost her earrings. They say mum's lost her earrings. Not not the first name, yep. not the like last name, but though they probably know the last name. And he's like, oh, which ones? Okay. The dangly or the topaz, the hoopsler topaz, which is a callback to the earlier joke. Where I know, but like, if he said which ones, that's okay. Topaz. People can ask what earrings they've lost. If you're looking for them, you need to know. But then he gives two specifics. Two, two mm. earrings. Okay, first question: Does Mum only have two earrings, or are they the two earrings she regularly loses? How does he know she has those <laughs> earrings? How does she know? Yeah. I've just got written in all caps. Why does the cop know Phineas's mum? Yeah, and not only that, which earrings? And then they're like, "Oh, it's the hoop ones." And he goes, "Pity, pity, pity. Why?" Pity why? Have you seen her in those earrings? What was special about those earrings? We know she wears the blue dress with those earrings. Is the blue dress something he likes to look at? Why is he looking at Phineas and Ferb's mum in any way other than... No, he shouldn't just even see her, ever. This is not right. I don't like it. I'm shaking my table right now. It's horrendous. Is Phineas's mum cheating on well, Phineas's mum? Well, it implies it. I've written... I've dad. written... In, well, not caps. I've just got mum gets around. Oh, I know. that's a bit harsh. It is harsh, but maybe, how did he know? Maybe he's... Okay, you know that scene in John Wick where the cop shows up to John Wick's house and he's like, you working again, John? And John's like, yeah. And he's like, well, I'll leave you to well, it. yeah, because you maybe don't this cop, Yeah, maybe this cop is the one that responds to noise and um, obstruction of you complaints and stuff at the Denville residence. He shows up and he's like, hey, uh, Phineas and Ferb doing their thing? And Candace is like, yeah. Or like Phineas is like, yeah, we're just making a miniature golf course. And he's like, I don't know, I'll leave it to it. And that's how he knows the mum. Perfectly yeah, but, innocent explanation. But then he knows her earrings and is sad. Yeah, we well, probably noticed. It is sad when she loses a pair. It's perfectly fine to, <laughs> when someone loses an object, be like, oh, that's a shame. We'll look out for mm. it. 
Like he doesn't he doesn't go, Oh, that's a shame she looks really good. No, he's he just like, Oh, that's a shame. Well look pity. like Like mm. it's a pity she's lost though. What's he getting at? Yeah, I, again, I, it's I, not, there's no I think there's some sinister he doesn't, shit going on. Maybe. But I also think I that um like it. it's a bit more like it, it has the opportunity to be innocent. Like there there is the precedent for it to be innocent. He might just be the cop that shows up to complaints about Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, all right. Anyway, at the end, uh, Doof accidentally hits his uh, planter, which is his shrinkinator now, and it's still plugged in. Oh, so good. Can I interrupt briefly? Really great line. Um, Perry tries to hit Doof with his tail, but he doesn't have one because he's a teenage girl. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, Doof is like, haha, now you've got nothing to hit me with. And then he gets hit in the face with a purse, which comes from off screen. Oh, that was so good. Hilarious visual joke. And he gets slapped once and he turns back and he goes, did you have that purse when you came in? And then he gets hit again. <laughs> and I was like, that's a banger That line. is, but she didn't have it. Because she didn't, exactly. It's like did the cartoon thing of just pulling it out. Yeah, of and then they There's a name for it. It's it like out, the endless pocket or and something. And it's called meta. I love pointing out your own flaws to mm. make a good joke. Um, yeah, this place, th- this show has like really good fourth wall breaks that aren't just like turn to the camera yeah and there's there's joke. two different types like, of meta and this one does the second one really well because there's the first one where it's just yeah. like you'd be meta by talking to the fourth wall you break the fourth wall which is a bit more obvious yeah but the, whereas this one's like a bit more subtle like pointing out yeah the best part like parts of the way the story's told like the yeah, invisible pocket the best meta the, is knowing how yeah. you write and what you're writing and what genre you're in and then commenting mm. on that in the show that is top yeah, tier matter 100%. and that you know who else does that really well who? Rick and Morty you know and wrong. you know what yeah. I was going to bring that up new episode was when, bonkers yeah, it's mental crazy I loved it though I I, it really I'm, I'm watching it like, again and again because I just this the second time yeah, I watched it I was like it. wait what I have to I'm pausing now and I'm like did he mean <laughs> a joke there I kind of missed it anyway I, I really enjoy how like people go on about how, oh, Rick and Morty is um, for smart people because it's meta. So they, like, took that and ran it to the extreme because that's what Rick and Morty's good at, just taking things to ridiculous extremes. Yeah, and... And, like, ruining them by ta- making them so extreme. And it was extreme. the whole... Yeah, the whole, like, like type whole episode of episode was a metaphor. is awesome. And they're aware it's a metaphor. They're like, oh, of course it's a circle because, you know, all stories have to be cyclical. That's stupid. And I'm like, that's that's great. Yeah, it, yeah, and, and it, the it whole f- yeah. follows both a story arc and like tells an arc about how stories are written and shit. Like, it, it's just bonkers. It, I love it's that. It's so one. many layers. Anyway, my point is when I first heard Phineas and Ferb making teleportation, that reminded me of Rick's story when he was going to invent teleportation, but invented um, what's it called? Portal travel. The portal gun. Yeah, the portal gun. Um, now I've got a question. Now, I don't know if we should bring mm. it out in this episode. Or maybe, maybe we mm. bring it out and then just not discuss it because that'd be funny to do later. But who would win? Rick and Morty or Phineas and Ferb? Or Phineas and Ferb. Well, for starters, Morty would be killed in the fight. I, I think Morty's pretty much just there. Like, I don't think he's going to be doing a whole lot. So it's really Rick versus Phineas it, and I, Ferb. I, I wrote who would win, Rick or Phineas and Ferb. But I feel like... Uh, two on each side seems more fair. That's their pair. That's their pair. How, yeah, how they that's should start. Are we going to discuss it or are we just going to think about it and we can do a, no, a special No, I think we discussed it. this episode. Actually, here's something to discuss. Are they set in the same universe? 
No. Because, I mean, they could be. Because no. I know that um, Gravity Falls and... Rick and um, Morty are. And Rick and Morty. And yes, Gravity Falls came universe. about kind of with the success of Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, well, Gravity Falls is Disney Channel, I'm pretty sure. Yes, well, Correct it's on Disney Plus, so I don't know. Yeah, so it would be a Disney Well, yeah, but Disney owns um, half the world, so that's not really a layering it down. If <laughs> everything Disney owned in... was it shared the same universe, which is the Pixar theory, but if everything they owned, not like including and not including Pixar, was in the same universe, that would be... That would just be absurd. Like Marvel and Toy Story? Mm. Marvel and Star Wars. Okay. Okay, I'd actually kind of like that. That'd this actually <laughs> sounds amazing. Disney, can you please do... A huge crossover yeah. with Marvel, Star Wars, um, Toy Story, all the money. Phineas and Ferb. Oh, they don't own Rick and Morty though. So here's the question. They don't own Rick and Morty yet. Mm. But <sighs> if Rick and Morty, if you follow, have you heard of the snow globe theory? I think it's called. No. It's it's this, uh, this idea that kind of almost pokes fun at the way that people try to connect universes mm. where um, there's an episode of some show like some sitcom or whatever in America where it's revealed the entire show took place in this kid's imagination where he was imagining what was taking place inside a snow globe. It's a long story. But basic idea is if the show has crossed over with any show that can eventually be traced back to this one, then that show takes place inside this kid's imagination. Oh, that's weak as. It is weak. Yeah, but it's kind of like... I think of it ironically. The, yeah, no, that, like, you know, that's cool. Um, like, if you did that on purpose, that's a cool thing to do, but that's also... But it's it's really, really mean You can connect, like, absurd writer. things. You can do stuff like, you know, Supernatural has done a crossover with Scooby-Doo, and then Scooby-Doo's done a crossover with, like... And then eventually Star it all Wars. leads to the snow globe, and then you've put major franchises in this kid's imagination. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, which Star devalues and everything. and DC and all that. Oh, that's yeah, horrendous. exactly. That's the whole point. That's of it. horrendous. Yeah. So I hate that. Firstly, Phineas and Ferb it. crossover with Star Wars and Marvel, which means if there's a link between oh, Star yeah, Wars no, and do, Marvel and they? Gravity Falls, then Rick and Morty and Phineas and Ferb are in the same universe. Yeah, definitely. Big brain. Well, Rick and Morty you can use that same know logic. of the existence of Star Wars. Yeah, so but if they... I think it's mm. just Rick and Morty. Okay, anyway... They're probably not in the same universe, but I'd really hope if they were. Can't rule it out. Please That would be get, quite funny. That's a crossover I'd watch. Because Phineas and Ferb is literally like Rick and Morty for kids, essentially. Yeah. Like it's the same imagine sort of dynamic to kids that can do Dan anything. Dan Harmon, um, Swampy Marsh, who are all the other creators of Phineas and Ferb and Rick and Morty? Aren't there like two of Hold each? Hold on, I've got them on my thing. There's, oh, um, we should really know this. There's, yeah, Jeff, Swash, Jeff Swampy Marsh yep. and Dan Povermeyer are the creators of Phineas and Ferb. Yep, and then who are the creators of Rick and Morty? And then Dan Harmon and, hold on, let me Google this. We've that was got a long silence. Justin Roiland, okay. that's it. Justin Get Roiland. those four in a room, give them their two... Yeah. Oh, they can write their own their own um, startup. I don't care, but I want to see Phineas and Ferb and a Rick and Morty crossover. Mm. That would be so good. You could give them both an opportunity yes. to make some banging lines. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Also, I've just googled Rick and Morty creators, and it's set one of the articles that's there says 
Solar Opposites, which is the new Rick and Morty episode that's coming out in a sec that isn't out in Australia. No, that's Prometheus. Solar Opposites connects Rick and Morty and The Simpsons in one shared universe. Oh, God, no. So you can just keep expanding it. It's like it's the it's essentially all, the snow globe theory. All it's media just, is if connected. you can get a crossover, it is. Yeah. God, what if was, it's ever had a crossover, you can probably. What link was that it. English thing we had to do in like year twelve, and it was a that all stories are linked. You can't possibly write a story that isn't influenced by another. It's in English. I don't know. I wasn't in your uh, class in year twelve. It was the worst thing ever because it was like saying the obvious. Mm. It's like you can't write in the void. Anyway. We're not getting into English literacy because it is the worst subject and I hate talking about it and that's why I can't spell. Um, Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I I really like that idea of just being stupid and trying to connect every universe. I also... I do think that Phineas and Ferb would win. Like the idea. Oh, actually... Yeah, just keep thinking about it. Phineas and Ferb don't want to die, whereas Rick doesn't care. So I'd say that yeah, just just keep Rick thinking about it. I'm going to keep thinking about it. We can Rick would shoot up. them. They'd be like, "We've built this convoluted death trap, and you're gonna if you fall into it, then it'll take you through a wonderful ride that'll examine all of your philosophical ideologies before eventually killing you at the end." And Rick would just like shoot him in the head. Ah, uh, I think maybe, but I also think no. It depends if they prepared. I I don't think they would kill each other. They'd have no reason to. Yeah, let's be honest. They'd be friends. They'd be so much friends. Rick would be astounded and then leave. Rick would be like, finally, someone intelligent that I can actually hang out with. Morty, you fired Phineas. <laughs> and he'd, they'd just go on adventures together. Oh, I imagine. Oh, I imagine. That, now that is a show I would oh, watch. Oh, no, no. Also, because... Rick and Morty is like for, like, marketed an older audience, whereas Phineas and Ferb is marketed such a young audience. So, like, having to write Rick and Morty to be funny to little kids and Phineas and Ferb to be funny to adults, which isn't that hard because it already is. Yeah. Like that would be funny. But they'd also have to explain because the whole thing that Rick is with Morty is because like they're, they, they say it's kind of bullshit though. Their brainwaves cancel out each other. Phineas Mm -hmm. would not cancel out Rick's. They would just amplify. Anyway, anyway, you know what I also like? Why they keep Perry around? Oh no, who's the most brain dead one in the group? Ever wondered why they keep Buford around? Oh shit! Even though he's a bully, cancels out the brainwaves. cancels out the brainwaves. Holy crap! That that's a theory and a mm. half. Buford mm-hmm. is the reason why Phineas and Ferb haven't been spotted by aliens. To the time police because they do time, the time travel. Police, yeah, no. And the time police are implied to exist in like all universes, like multi-dimensional. Okay, this is weird. So this is the reason crazy. that they don't get stopped by the time police. Yeah, it's the crossover of okay. the century. <laughs> anyway, you, I like that. The mum is wearing the earrings, which are a functioning teleporter. Yeah, what if she sticks... Like, what if she no. tries to rest her hand on the side of her head and her hand just goes through her head? No, what if someone tries to punch her? Imagine that. That'd be hilarious. They try and punch <laughs> and it just goes through her head. Like, it doesn't touch her at all and it just goes through. And they're like, oh my God, what is this? Surely she would... This, that'd be the sort of weirdness that would just happen if you were in that universe because there's so many pieces of discarded but technology just If she around. drops one hoop, right, and leaves it accidentally and then uh, has the other hoop when she's at home and she's like, oh, where is it? And, like, puts her hand through the hoop to hold it because when you hold a hoop, like, your other hand and then that hand would poke up... Oh, yeah, your finger goes through yeah, it. Yeah, your fingers would yeah. come out wherever she dropped the other one. Mm. It's weird. Anyway, um, I think we should wrap it up. And then, oh, yeah, well, out of nowhere, the last thing that happens, and it's just a short little note, the song at the end is oh, a banger. It's good, and it's... Perry the Teenage Girl. Yes. 
sung by a um, female singer. And I, I really like how and where the bad guys are terrified and they'll always say yay. Great, now i got this one stuck in my head. Because <laughs> his whole complaint was that he got a song stuck in his head. Oh. It's like one little final joke. I think Boof is just Rick of. in the end. Because he's very meta. Makes yeah, crazy things. Very, and they're very similar as well. They've got the they've got the coat. Maybe yeah, and the hair is kind of similar with the spikiness. It's just not... Yep. Yeah, that's the theory. Maybe they're related somehow. They're related. Oh, no. Doof is probably... Uh, no, Rick is probably part of the like conference of evil scientists. Oh, they're probably friends from through there. Yeah, they're probably so part of Love Muffin. Rick would not join Love Muffin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no, he wouldn't. But it would be funny if he did. Oh, I so funny. badly want to see that I really that want this crossover oh now. It'd be so How funny. How can we get this to happen? How can we get right. life to be made? You call Dan Harmon, I'll call Jeff. Wait, why do I get the Rick and, and Morty creator? Yeah, fair enough. I'll take the Rick and Morty. Right, no, no, no I'll well, take him. Oh. I will talk with either of them. They are both awesome. Right, we'll both talk to so, the big creators of them and then hit them up and be like, yo, have you ever watched them, this show? Organized. If you yeah. haven't, watch it. Now go watch do a crossover because it. it's, it's insane. So, oh, with that, we draw our surprisingly Rick and Morty-focused episode. Oh, I, I'm changing our TV review thing. I'm going to put Rick and Morty as just as big as a hashtag as big as a verb, because <laughs> somehow I didn't think it would have caused that much of a crossover. We still haven't answered the question, and I like that. I want to think about we, it more. Yeah, who would win? No, that we have answered the question. They would be friends. Yeah, but that's about it, really. That's but if they had inclusive. to kill... Anyway... Go talk to me on Instagram and Gmail and say hi. Also, yeah, you could probably say hi to Lachlan if you felt like it too. But yeah, he, my my stuff is down there as well. Like, I, it's not just the yeah, podcast know, stuff. It's got my Instagram and all that sort of stuff. And you should, you should talk to me too. instead, though. My Gmail is beautiful. We had someone else talk to us. Which yeah, Joe's way more lonely. Yeah, Joe. Joe friends. needs the company more than Lachlan because Lachlan contact. Just, because it's quarantine. You need some sort of contact. You know? No, no contact. That's the illegal. You know, don't like, touch like someone's contact, face. Like right to us. Don't like touch a person's Candace, face. 